Hi, I'm Mel. Hey, I'm Rob. Sipping tea. <laughs> yeah, sipping tea. <laughs> Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. What'd you get up to for uh, Christmas, Rob? I I ate a lot. Yeah. Like, a lot. I, I put on weight. And... Did you? I'm too scared to go on the scales. Oh, I just know I put on weight. Did you? Like, certain jeans, I put them on, I'm like, oh, this doesn't fit. <laughs> um, <laughs> bit snug. Yeah, it's a bit snug, more so than <laughs> usual. Um, but yeah, I ate, I ate a lot, watched a lot of Christmas movies, just, just had a good time, to be fair. What Christmas movies did you watch this year? Last year. Last um, year, yes. Ha ha, 2019. <laughs> uh, just the typical ones that most people watch at Christmas, so like Elf, The Grinch. Um, Elf. Like new ones on Netflix. Christmas Prince came up a few times. <laughs> it's like not the best movie, Christmas Prince. It's it really is. Super lame, but I really like it. it. Really it's a guilty it's just, pleasure. It's an easy watch. Yeah. Um, I don't. What else did I? Uh, I can't remember the name of. It was like an old movie from the eighties or seventies or something, but there was just drama everywhere. Oh, I love drama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Says while sipping my tea. Yes. What about yourself? So I um, went to Spain with my boyfriend's family. They've got such a nice house up in the mountains just outside of Barcelona. I'll have to send a photo, actually. I'll post it. So nice. Um, and we just like sat in this nice little house in the mountains with a nice wood fire and his family cooked so much food. I mean, like I could have burst. I'm glad that <laughs> I wore those clothes because it was just so much food. Went for hikes. I um actually I knitted a scarf. Wow. Yeah, that's what happens when I've got three days to do nothing. It's I didn't even know that you could knit. Yeah, it turns out I can. <laughs> My mum taught me like when I was a really little girl, and then I just tried it, and I was like, oh, still can do it. Nice. She nice. still got it. Still got it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty much what we did, but it was nice. But it was a bit of a um a nightmare getting to Spain. Oh, happened. So. I'm not sure if it made the news. Uh, I'm sure it would have made the news internationally, but the drones. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. FML, the drones at Gakwit Airport. So it happened. It like, went over for like 48 hours. These guys, well, what I imagine is these people like with a little remote control drone just being jerks and stopping all the flights. So, t- yeah, tell me what happened there because there's a lot of confusion with what happened with these drones. Well, so, so there's so two slides to it. So someone said that Basically, in the run-up to that incident happening, there was all this talk about what was happening in terms of, like, the political world. Mm. And so people were, like, in a, I don't know, trying to say that, oh, maybe it was a certain campaign mm. because they wanted to take people's minds off what was happening in, in, <laughs> in the political Actually, world. Actually, I saw a meme on that. Yeah. And it was um, Theresa May, the Prime Minister of the UK, with the, um, like, a remote control. And <laughs> it was like, this will get their mind off Brexit for a few hours. <laughs> then, like, 2nd of January. So we're still in talks and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I think, was it like a, a couple or like two, I don't know, a few people were just flying around, flying a drone near an airport. But the thing is, these drones, they have, I think they have like certain, uh, the makers, the manufacturers like, have certain dead zones around different places, but it still doesn't stop someone like going up, like kind of close to a place and like flying the drone. Um, so yeah, they were obviously a drone colliding with an aircraft at that speed can cause a lot of damage. I mean, you just have to look at a bird. Um, so feathers everywhere. Yeah, yeah, birds everywhere. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I was doing my dissertation, it cost the like, aviation industry at least like one point six billion wow. manufacturing costs. I mean, re- maintenance costs because of birds. Yeah, Ooh, it's going to skyrocket now. Yeah, pardon exactly. the pun with the drones. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah, so um, 
these guys were flying a drone around and obviously because it's near an airport the safest thing to do is ground all the planes mm. cancel flights etc and obviously at that mm. time of year when you've got so many people traveling trying to get home trying to see their loved ones etc i mean over one hundred twenty thousand people were affected by one, one drone of, <laughs> i was one of those people and whoever was responsible for that you're a jerk yeah. so what happened your flight got delayed got cancelled or what yeah my flight got, well i got there so it was the day two of the drones and yeah. we didn't I, you know, there was no drones there, so it was great. Got myself to the airport after work, um, get to the passport control, like, you know, where you go through customs. And I got all my, like, my liquids out of my little plastic bag, had it all ready to go. And I was like, woohoo, no queue. Then I saw it was blocked off. I was like, oh dear, don't don't tell me. And the security guard just says to me, drones. (laughs) Just one word. Just drones. I also said a word which had four letters in it, which I can't repeat right now. (laughs) Sorry, mum. The thing is, it's like, I mean, I've seen loads of videos on YouTube and different documentaries and stuff. Like some of the aerial shots that drones can catch are amazing, mm. but flying them in an airport is it's not on. Like just don't just, do just it. Don't do it. One hundred twenty thousand people were affected. It cost the uh, the the economy millions and millions of pounds. Yeah, and was that the one hundred twenty thousand people? Was that just Gatwick alone? Uh, people flying in and flying yeah. out, so both. No, yeah, it's just, oh, it's jerks. Just... And my boyfriend, my poor boyfriend, had to come to London for a day and then he was flying back over to Barcelona. But because of the drones, he had to go from London to Birmingham on the train, fly from Birmingham to Amsterdam, Amsterdam to Barcelona, and then wait for me until I got to Barcelona at 3am in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) That's just, oh, that's... So as I said, whoever's responsible for that... He's a keeper. He's a keeper. (laughs) Drone people, you're a jerk. (laughs) Oh, wow, that's, that's terrible. So, yeah, that's it was a bit, really of a, bit of a nightmare. So hopefully that won't ever happen again. But the, the thing is, though, like it really um, raises concerns about security and how, how do we make sure that this doesn't happen again? Like, how do we not cost the economy millions of pounds and affect 120,000 people again? It's hard to say because... You literally can just go and do it again now. Exactly. There are, I mean, the technology is more accessible to many more people. Yeah. And they're becoming cheaper, so... Yeah. You can buy them online. Exactly. So it does make it a concern. Um well, they need to hire more security. I don't know. I don't know what they can do. I don't know. But they found it hard because they couldn't even track it. They got the military in for yeah. these drones. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Not to start conspiracies. But. <laughs> new year, new year. Go on. <laughs> do you, do you. I don't know. Like, well, if the military got called in and they, could, they couldn't stop these drones for two days. I mean, I think more's happening in the background that we don't know about. Potentially. But then again, you have to think that you're trying to find something the size of like a box mm. which is but if it's like although you've got like signals that are flying the drone i'm sure you can track a signal or yeah. i don't know oh, I'm no they were say, oh, that, that's another thing i think they were saying that the person was using like jammer technology or jammer like, so they're deliberately being a jerk yeah <laughs> <laughs> something like i think it was something like that just not on, just not on. in other news okay. in terms of the aviation industry Tell uh, me. a lady recently got chucked off her flight why? What'd she do? Um, Tell they, me this is scandalous. No, I know airlines do this because they just don't know who and who isn't going to show up, but they overbook flights. Mm. Um, and so in this occasion, they happened to get caught out because both people turned up. So this lady sat down, I think it was on EasyJet or Ryanair, and this lady sat down and then some guy comes up to her and is like, this is my seat. So she pulls out her ticket and she's like, this is my seat. Um, yeah, very awkward. So then they tell the staff on board, the cabin crew, uh, and I think they found the guy in like another seat, like up the plane or whatever. 
and then someone else got on board so obviously now there's 180 people 181 people for 180 seats problem so she ended up getting called to the front and I think the airlines uh, the cabin crew said does anyone want to give up their seat you know we'll give you this much etc you can get the next flight and obviously no one said anything so I think when I was reading the article she said that there were like 180 people just looking at her and she just felt awful. Oh, that um, poor girl. And I think it was a Christmas present that her daughter had given her or uh, to go to Switzerland, I think was the And what about, what about the other guy? Like, why was it just her that had to leave? Like, the other guy who also had the same seat. I, I don't know. I can't remember why. How do you negotiate I, I that without why. being rude? But it gets worse. So she got off the plane um, and then the, I think one of the, I don't know, um, uh, I can't remember who it was, some, someone in the airport, was like, did you pre-book your seat? And she said, no. Do I do, do I need to pre-book my seat? And apparently it's like, you're guaranteed. If you pre-book your seat, that's your seat. Oh. So basically you're paying. So when you've got to pay a little bit extra. Yeah. Which is crazy. You know how I feel about this. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm. Makes um, me grumpy. So yeah, so she got her compensation and they refunded her, etc. But she couldn't get a flight for a while. That's terrible. So that ruined the holiday. Yeah, and her Christmas present, that's horrible. Mm-hmm. So something not nearly as horrible happened to me. Actually, it kind of worked out for the best for me, to be honest. But I was um, in... Where was I? I was in Zurich. Mm-hmm. And I was flying home with Swiss Air. Yeah. Great airline. That's good. They give you free chocolates. Nice, isn't it? I know. Free lint chocolate. They're the, the best. Anyway, so I was in um, Zurich Airport. And it was on a Sunday, and Sunday evening I had um, something planned with some of my girlfriends in London. So I had to get home before 6pm on the Sunday. So the cheapest flight was a 6am Sunday flight, which was brutal, but I did it because it was cheap. Yeah. Um, get to the airport, everything's sorted, and just before everyone starts boarding, they go on the announcer, um, we've overbooked the flight. Would you mind, would anyone want to volunteer to, you know, give up their seat? And I was like, no chance am I doing that yeah. at 6 a.m. in the morning. They're like, we'll give you 200 francs. I was like, okay. First in line. Got <laughs> yeah. myself 200 francs for that. You're set up. <laughs> and uh, so I only had to wait an extra two hours. I mean, it's nothing. Go get yourself a coffee. See it. If you've got nothing planned. Yeah, well, exactly. So luckily I had a bit of time up my sleeve. Um, so yeah, then two hours later, same thing happened again. Give an extra 200 francs. I was like, Great. <laughs> And I mean, doing the conversion into Australian dollars, you know, I don't even know what that is, but it's a couple of hundred dollars. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Just to give up my seat. And then I chilled at the airport until 1 p.m. And then they asked again, and I was going to get another 200 franc, but I really needed to get back to London. So, you know. So you already, you'd already covered the cost of your flights and more. Yeah, pretty much. And they gave it to me in flat vouchers. So when I got home that day, I obviously went straight onto Skyscanner. It's like, free holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Got a few trips to Barcelona, or I think I got a trip to Cyprus. It was great. Yeah, so I had a happy ending. That poor lady, though, she would have been so grumpy. Poor thing. I remember reading an article, like, ages and ages ago about this guy who literally just travels the world on flight miles. Like, he's gotten to that level that he, I don't think he's paid for a flight in years. Basically, he just, he said he looks at the airport like a game or something like that. Everything in the airport adds value. Um, And... So, like, you can buy certain things. They give you flight miles. Mm-hmm. He's got, like, those are credit cards he signed up to. And, obviously, you get, like, a signing bonus of, like, air miles. And so he's just been collecting them. And, obviously, he, like, travels. With, he's, like, a travel journalist or something like that. So he travels a lot anyway. Mm. Um, so, yeah, he literally just travels on air miles. I want his job. Yeah. He... I want his life traveling for free. Imagine. Yeah. 
One day, Rob. One day. One day. One day. We'll just get paid to travel. One day. One day. One day. So at it. So (laughs) good. Well, we don't have to talk about this. We're going to have to do a so where next abroad. I'm going to Australia in a couple of weeks' time. Oh, yeah. And then you're traveling to New Zealand in a few weeks' time. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Well, I'm on. on. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm losing my voice. (coughs) All right, I'm back. I'm back, people. (laughs) So I got sick. So the Christmas period in London is very busy, busy, busy. Go, go, go. Party, party, party. And it's just so full on. And it's fun. And it's great. And everyone's in a good mood. And it's brilliant. But then I go to Spain and I'm in this little country remote area where it's just so tranquil and peaceful and you don't really do anything at all. You just relax and chill and it's amazing. As soon as that one day came where I did nothing, got sick. Mm. It was a giant F you by my body for like going out too much in December. (laughs) Oh, wow. It's weird. Like just being back at work this week. Oh, that was hard. Um, And just everyone comes in and they'll just like sneeze and I'm like... No, no, please don't. No, 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 it's just it's bad. And then you like you go into meeting rooms and it's like, and you're like, I can't get out. <laughs> I'm trapped. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna get sick now. And <laughs> it just over here, it's lingering. I've been sick for two weeks. Just lingers or go away. <laughs> you told me after I got here. <laughs> yeah, welcome. Big hugs, big kisses, and I'm sick. Thanks. <laughs> trapped. <laughs> got him. <laughs> oh my gosh. So um, back to Christmas. What kind of food do you eat? What's traditional in your family? Uh, well, it depends where I am. If I'm here, so this year we just, well, last year we just ate for out days, actually. Mm. Um, but we normally have, like, a, a starter, which normally lasts hours. Well, what would you have for a starter? <laughs> We'd have, like, crackers, and on those crackers maybe you have, like, cheese and salmon and maybe cucumber. Oh, nice. And then we might have some soup, whether that's lentil or tomato soup. Nice. Um, then we'll probably have, like, some mince pies and, oh, gosh. Um, we normally get this type of chocolate called Matchmakers, I think, or Matchsticks. Matchmakers. I don't know. Match. I can't remember. But it's like mint. <gasps> the sticks? Yeah. Maybe, the... it's, maybe it's Matchsticks. They're... I think it's Matchsticks. It's like yeah. mint in the middle oh, and it's dark chocolate around. Oh, oh they're I consumed so a box. <laughs> good. I mean, I don't even judge you for that. <laughs> I consumed a box. My mum was like, uh, so you got any more? And I was like, nope. Nope. <laughs> they're gone. I offered you some and you said no. So they're gone. <laughs> She's like, I didn't want one now. <laughs> Um, and then we usually have maybe some cheese, uh, we might have some grapes, um, and then yeah, we'll have the main event with the turkey. <laughs> nice. Uh, with like... Does yeah. your mum do the cooking? So we, we share. Again, it depends where I am, but mm. yeah, but yeah, we, we share. Oftentimes she kicks me out of the kitchen because maybe apparently, I don't know, maybe I create more mess than... <laughs> <laughs> some have said. So, some have said. <laughs> uh, but... Um, I, I try to help where I can. And do you have like a secret recipe for your turkey? Uh, no, I don't think so. Like seasoning and stuffing? Uh, I, I think, don't know. I, I don't think so. No? I, think, I think we're kind of just... I think it's normal. I don't think there's any secret recipe. Well, I don't know. Everyone seems to have secret recipes that I Why, don't What do you about. do? I mean, like, like last year we had our turkey at like 9pm. Oh, wow. So like Christmas Day was done. Like we were done. <laughs> but we were just there like, yes, let's have some turkey. Past <laughs> scenario. At that point we were just... Pregnant with babies of like food, <laughs> <laughs> watching loads Where of films. Where did you? Oh no, I just had Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What about you? What did you eat in Barcelona? Um, what did I eat in Barcelona? A lot of food, like a lot of hamon, lots of uh, mm. like processed meat, so like salami and fuet, and mm. lots of cheese. 
Um, salads. Um, what else? <laughs> your voice? What's the cheese? Cheese. <laughs> my voice. But I like going through puberty. My voice is breaking. <laughs> like a cheese. twelve-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Lots of cheese and salads. Salads. And what, else? Uh, what else did they make? Like a really nice stew, like meat. Oh my god, I can't tell you how good this meat is. Mm-hmm. They cook it for two days, wow. and it's like it's a family occasion. So. It's my boyfriend's mother who is in a, well, she works in a restaurant. They own their own restaurant. So she's yeah. an amazing cook. And it's Yaya, the grandmother who originally owned the restaurant. So she's an amazing cook. And they just, it is like the most incredible process. Like I don't even dare to interrupt just because I don't want to like mess it up, mess the you balance don't. up. They've got the system in place. I don't want to interrupt <laughs> any of that. So, you know, just watching them was amazing, but the food was incredible. It was, um, not like a traditional English, um, dinner. However, I did bring Christmas pudding. Uh, do you nice. do Christmas pudding? Like the fruitcake and then you light it on fire with brandy. We used to, uh, the, what did we have? We had, this year we had actually, last year we had macaroons. Oh, I love macarons. Very oh, cool. So good. How good are macarons? So good. Um, yeah, we got some. Well, we, got, we went to we went to Little and got some, but yeah, it was nice. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. So in Australia, I really miss a good Aussie Christmas. To be honest, we have. Um, Didn't you say it was the same though? Like food wise, similar. Similar to over. Uh, well, my family is English, so yeah, we have a very similar English um, traditional Christmas with a twist. <laughs> We cook our turkey and our pork in the barbecue. <laughs> throw it on the barbie. <laughs> Basically, we literally throw it on the barbie, put the hood down, let it cook for a few hours. Hey, that's presto. Cool. That's cool, though. That's different. It's I think good. it's nice having like experiences of different uh, different traditions at Christmas. Yeah? It's it a good nice. little mix. I like yeah, it. It's very so nice. we have like traditional Australian food, like the lamingtons, which is like a white sponge cake with chocolate on the outside and coconut. Oh, wow. You've got to try some. If can you go you to New Zealand, I'm sure you can get them. Can you find it here? No. Niche market, there you go. There we go. Maybe we can start a Lemington business. Yeah. New Year's some... resolution for you. <laughs> some Lemingtons have jam in the middle as well. Okay. So we can do like fancy Lemingtons. So it's kind of like a Victoria sponge in a way? It is a Victoria sponge with a thin layer of chocolate on the outside dunked in um, coconut. Super soft and so nice. You've got to try it when you go over that side of the world. I'll have to bring you back some. Yeah. Um, So we have like the Lemingtons and the Pavlova, which actually is New Zealand. It's Kiwi, the Pavlova. Mm. It's not Australian, but we claim it. Didn't think it it was, but okay. Did you know? (laughs) We claim everything that's good from New Zealand is Aussie. (laughs) Russell Crowe, for example. Kiwi. Like the other day I saw a program about jackfruit. Oh, yeah. Um, And how they're now cooking it and putting it into burgers and stuff. And it gives off the appearance when they've like put it in the oven and so on, it gives us the appearance of pork mm. because it has like a similar texture. And so they did a sample test. Uh, they went around Camden cooking these burgers and gave it to people and they were like, so what do you think of the burger? And they were like, yeah, it's a nice pork burger. And they were like, well, it shock you to know that this is jackfruit. And they were like, what is a jackfruit? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, that's good. It's veganuary yeah. at the moment. So everyone's going vegan. It's yeah. the new trend in London. I failed that miserably, but I, never, I wasn't even... No, I couldn't. No, I, I like come on too much. Uh, yeah, I just couldn't do it. Just come on and cheese. It. Sorry. I just couldn't do it. Just, nope. <laughs> I mean, more respect to you if you can do it, though. Yeah. Like, going vegetarian. It's good enough. It's great. Yeah. I understand it. But going vegan, it's just like, I think after you get the hang of it, it must be okay. Like, I've yeah. got a lot of vegan friends and, you know, they don't even think of it as, like, a, a hassle or anything. But, like, just finding alternatives to certain things. I think if you don't know what you're doing, it'd be awfully difficult. But once yeah. you get in the swing of things and maybe it's easier, I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
New Year's resolutions. <laughs> well, you got a smile on your face. <laughs> because you haven't told me what your New Year's resolutions are yet. And you're going to be disappointed because I'm not going to tell you. Why? Because I feel like the more people I tell, the less likely I'm going to do some of these things. Right, okay. Um, Why don't you tell me one? Not Because I know you've got a list. So my right? New Year's resolution is to not tell you my New Year's resolution. <gasps> Bam! Doma! Doma! Like, mm, <laughs> I don't like that New Year's resolution. Well, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you next year. That's like 360 days. So? Yeah, I did the math. No, I totally didn't do the math. I just copied you. <laughs> you told me earlier. Yeah. Um, I mean, people have obviously got... There are loads of articles out there and people have got ones that are like, I want to be fit this year. I want to eat healthier this year. I want to go to the gym more and um, save more money and um, etc. or whatever. But yeah, I, this year I'll try to be more measurable with my resolutions. Very clever. Um, so yeah, that's what I'll tell you by the end of the year. If you succeeded or not. Yeah, yeah. Will you but tell I'll, me if you don't succeed? Yeah, sure. I'll, oh, brilliant. I've... Like I'm, did the I did it in my notes app, so I've got like the the date won't change, so you will know. Okay. Exactly. If okay. I steal your phone and hack into it, then I'll find out your resolution. Who knows? Maybe by the end of the year we'll be friends. Oh, New resolution: defriend <laughs> Melissa. Defriend many. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I've noticed though? It's a bit negative, but over like on social media, a lot of people are like, "New year, new me. This year I'm gonna blah blah." But, like, they're trying to be positive about it, but it's really negative, the stuff they say. Like, oh, I'm going to leave all the drama behind me, or, you know, if you didn't care about me in 2018, I'm not going to care about you in 2019. I was like, can we just stop with the negativity, (laughs) enjoy the fireworks, have some Prosecco, and just be happy? (laughs) But my Facebook feed, like, more often now, like, it was very noticeable over New Year's, is everyone was grumpy, and everyone's like, oh, F off 2018, and welcome in 2019. Like, uh, like was twenty eighteen that bad of a year, really? I don't know. It depends how you look at it. I think there are obviously positives and negatives for everyone's year. I mean, we got Brexit in twenty nineteen, so imagine the rants in twenty nineteen um, New Year's posts. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, I've seen on Facebook someone started like a, a an event for Brexit leaving drinks. Oh, dear. <laughs> it's like such a British thing to do. I mean, is it <laughs> to be fair? Is it a celebration or a commiseration, I, I or is it let's no just idea. get drunk? I have no idea. <laughs> can always find a reason to drink. Love the Brits. Oh, wow. I couldn't believe that. Yeah, there's like 30,000 people that have liked it. Do you know, and that's the day before my birthday. The really? 29th of March is when we're leaving. My birthday is the 30th. So we can maybe just like kick off celebration, commiseration, whatever you want to call yeah. it on the 29th. I turned 25 this year. Wow. Oh my God, just so old. Quarter life crisis incoming. So old. <laughs> quarter life. That's only if you live to 100. But maybe you've already passed quarter of your life. <laughs> Don't play games, please. <laughs> and now Rob enters his midlife crisis. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have some resolutions and yeah, I, I'm going to be boring and tell you that I'm going to tell you by the end of the year. Boo. Boo. Do you have any? Me, no. Exactly. Boo. <laughs> no, the reason I don't have any though is because at the moment I'm going through a lot of changes. Like okay. I'm changing my job. Um... Well, I mean, I've got my flat, I've got my boyfriend, which is good. I'm doing a lot of travelling this year. Wait, you said changes, so please tell me you're not going to change those. <laughs> no, 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 okay, no, he sticks, he sticks around. He's, okay, he, he's a keeper. <laughs> okay, good, I was going to say, please. <laughs> but I mean, like, there's a lot of changes going well, basically only, around my The world. only change I heard was job. That, that's I know, what that's I a big thing, though, because at the moment, my existing job is quite, um, it, how do I say, it's quite consuming and there's yeah. lots of long hours and even mm. if you're not working, you're still like switched on. So I'm hoping my new role will be very much I can have work time, 
home time. Yeah. And if that's the case, then I'll be like, news resolution, to go to the gym more or whatever it might be. <laughs> Good luck with that one. <laughs> I know, right? I'm a gym downstairs and I don't go to I it. I can't believe it. I literally can't believe it. <laughs> that's amazing. You have a... I can't... I just... No, I can't even understand. <laughs> Even just like a little walk on the treadmill or That's like... It's boring. I'd prefer to go outside and go for a big walk for like fair an enough. hour. Or like, I don't know. What else have you got in there? Like a, use the exercise bikes or something. I get bored. Put I on... like a good English class. Uh, a good English class. Like <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I need a good English class, clearly. How do I think? <laughs> no, I like a good gym class because it like keeps you motivated. And also, if the person next to you is super fit and they're so much better than you, I get like a bit competitive in my head. Oh, yeah, for sure. But sometimes it can be off-putting. Like, I remember I used to use a treadmill and like someone would come next to me and just be like, I've got my headphones on mm. and so I'm running away and I've got my rhythm and then suddenly you hear like this offbeat running and you're just like mm, Ugh, not right. stop it and it's like duh, 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 duh. and I'm like duh, 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 duh. but yeah oh recently I've seen that they've there's a company who've launched I think it's either a treadmill or maybe an exercise bike maybe like a collection of things um, and it's got like this massive screen that looks like an iMac mm. and you can have like live classes that's so cool. you could be on your bike at home and like in a class or you could watch like on-demand classes of what's happened and they're like trying to motivate you, come on, get, get moving or whatever. You're like, oh, yeah, can... moving, stop yelling. Yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting how you, like people have brought the, that environment like to your home. That's good. Like, it can be live in your... That's brilliant. Yeah. But it's literally, the screen looks like an iMac. It's, it's massive. Well, well, I think maybe depending on my work, I'm going to go to the gym. <laughs> Depending on how work goes. But I just want to kind of like get settled into work before I like sort everything else out. That's true. Yeah, you don't want to take on too much too soon. Exactly. I just kind of yeah. want to get settled and be chilled this year. I feel like yeah. so busy last year. So I kind of want to... Yeah. It's finding that balance too. of like also knowing when to say no to things. Because yeah, it can be easy that. to be like, yeah, I'll do this for you. Yeah, I'll do this for you. Yeah, I'll do this for you. And then suddenly it's like, oh my gosh, I've got so much to do. Is that a new resolution for you? Lono. <laughs> Damn, I thought I was going to get one out of you. Don't worry, I'll tell you by the end of the year. Great. Um, the suspense is killing me. Yeah, well. It actually is. I want to know now. <laughs> it, there's nothing exciting either. <laughs> Fine. It's like when I said I've got a surprise and it's just the microphone. <laughs> actually, can we talk about this? This is sure. pretty awesome. So yeah. thank you to your boss for getting this microphone. Yeah, no, it, it wasn't for this, by the way, just saying. We're just <laughs> testing it. We're just testing it thanks boss you're the best but <laughs> it's great. really cool isn't it yeah it looks like for some perspective it, what does it look like rob um yeah i've really dug myself a hole in this one you I, really I, have I, haven't I, I you it looks like a uh phallic <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say it looks like a cucumber oh an like an um, aubergine an eggplant that's the one yeah <laughs> Um, a silver aubergine yeah oh actually if you look at it it kind of looks like someone's standing up holding oh, themselves it kind of looks like the microphone bits the head yeah, isn't it there you yeah go. This, for people listening this makes no sense but we'll take, the name of the microphone is a blue yeti microphone mm-hmm. um so you can uh google it and find out what oh you can like. just take a photo for you all that yeah, yeah. Put, on, put on stories instagram at so when it's world Yes, I said it because I looked at you and you yeah, aren't going to remember. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> yeah. So Life is our website. Yeah, very good. And we also got our Facebook, which is the same as our Instagram. Brill. All right. Well, let's leave it there. Yeah. Lovely chatting. Good yeah, to catch up good in the chat. new year. Yeah. Maybe I'll get out some news resolutions from you yes. in the next few weeks. It's just not going to happen. Stay I'm sorry. tuned. <laughs> you have to wait till the end of the year. <laughs> but yeah, we've got a big year coming up. Lots of travel coming up. We do. So let's talk. Maybe we'll talk about that in our next podcast. Just so we've got some stuff to talk about. (laughs) We might run out. (laughs) No, we can never run out. But yeah. 
Cool. Stay tuned. Chat to you all soon. Bye. Bye. I love the way you're waving at a microphone. (laughs) (laughs) That's waving at their listeners. Not that they can see it, but now they know. I'm waving at the microphone, everyone. Bye. Bye.